0: You're not selling a house, you're selling an experience. And so if I look at your property listing and all you're selling me is the house, you're going to fall flat and you're gonna you're gonna blend in in the market. You're gonna get lost in the crowd. If you can go sell an experience and you focus on that, that is going to help you against the greater competition that's out there. Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vodacy Vacation Rental Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I'm excited to chat with you today. We're going to talk about some of the key trends and consumer behaviors that we're seeing in the beginning of 2023 and quarter one. Now that some of the stats are out from quarter one of 2023, there's some things that uh, look really, really optimistic. There's some warning signs, some things that we should be aware of. So we're going to dive into a number of those things today as we chat about what we're seeing on the short-term rental front as far as trends and behaviors that we should be paying attention to. So let's dive in first to some of the industry trends. And one of the hot topics that's been a hot topic for the last about year and a half now, is increased regulations. We are continuing to see a growing push to regulate the short-term rental industry, and you know this is involving implementing new rules, new regulations, and address, to address a lot of different issues. Mainly the housing availability and shortage, and so we're starting to see zoning and safety issues um, pop up um, that revolve around short-term rentals. Short-term rentals are now becoming a very mainstream asset class, and. They, because it's a mainstream asset class, a lot of municipalities are treating them and zoning them very specifically. And so we've seen the pendulum start to really swing one way on a lot of increased regulations. It doesn't mean that the industry is getting killed because despite a lot of that added complexity, it doesn't really necessarily disadvantage investors or property owners. We're seeing a lot of property owners. We're still seeing a lot of these municipalities where they're, where they're, ha- they have the regulations and they're putting them in place, but they're also allowing us to operate in certain areas in certain ways. And so. It's, uh, it's really advisable to make sure you stay up to date with the local policies that you're planning on investing in. Work with those municipalities. Get, uh, get involved in some of the, you know, some of the active, um, the, the groups that are out there to host responsibly. And, you know, I actually had on, uh, I was actually interviewed by, and I have an article that was interviewed with Host Responsibly, a great organization that is advocates for being a good neighbor and for short-term rental Owners and investors to be able to go into these in um, a lot of these locations that are getting highly regulated and show the the things that we can do good for those neighborhoods and be good neighbors and be good responsible hosts. But pay attention to what's going on in the area because regulations have been going up and we have not seen them slowing down in 2023. But it does not mean that you can't be investing in these types of assets. I've been de- developing investing in. Uh, Uh, real estate now for 23 years total, but in a lot of different asset classes. And when I develop properties and we have to go through the zoning and permitting and entitlement process, it's normal, right? Depending on what asset we're trying to zone, whether it's high high density housing, whether it's low density housing, whether it's apartment buildings, whether it's commercial properties, we have to follow rules and regulations. And short-term rentals are no different now. Short-term rentals are a very mainstream asset class. So I don't think you're going to see regulations go Anywhere, anytime soon. So it's, it's very important to get involved in the local communities that you're going to be investing in. And so another thing that we're seeing is the growth of alternative accommodations. The demand for unique and authentic accommodations has increased. We're starting to see that that's a very popular a popular choice for the travelers and this resulted in a lot more alternative short-term rental options such as the tiny homes, the glamping tents, entering markets and, and, and those those kind of unique and authentic type of accommodation stays are becoming more and more popular and it's it's really you know really separating again the short term rental game from a lot of the hotels and basic short term listings and so if you have a property in an area that is unique make sure that you're not keeping it a secret think of what you can do to make your property unique and be somehow authentic and so we talk a lot about delivering the fairy tale And we're seeing on the the trends that are happening right now in the industry is a lot of consumers are leaning toward those unique and, and special kind of accommodations that are very unique and authentic. And so think about that because those those types of properties are really separating themselves from the pack right now when it comes to demand for those properties. The next thing, number three thing that we're really looking at and seeing is an increased use of technology. As this industry has grown, you guys, technology has played a significant role in really helping it become mainstream. And it continues. You see more and more investors and in software companies and technology companies investing into the short-term rental game. It makes it a lot easier for hosts, for managers, for all of us, for the safety of the guests, for the ease of use when we go into our properties. A lot of different things um, are really, really great. And so pay attention to the, the technologies that are available out there coming on board. Always be on the lookout as technology continues to evolve in the short-term rental game because there's a lot of really great tools hitting the market. And we've seen a lot of them in that first quarter of 2023 really start to to really start to gain some traction and gain um, be available to us as host managers and operators for our short-term rentals. And the next thing that we'll look at and talk about is an increased focus on sustainability. This is really interesting. Travelers are becoming more environmentally conscious, and there's a great focus on sustainability in the short-term rental industry. And so because we are kind of a unique travel stay, you know, very authentic type of a travel stay that makes, you know, this is another way where we really can focus on sustainability. And a lot of travelers are looking for that. So property owners and managers are getting encouraged to consider environmentally friendly features and practices in their rentals, you know, uh, electric car chargers. You might think about putting some of those in. They're becoming easier and easier to install, cheaper to install. And a lot of, uh, a lot of your guests, depending on where they're coming from, especially if you're next to a, major urban market. A lot of people are going to be driving those electric cars and want somewhere to plug them in when they get to your property. And so think about all those things that can be Um, that you can do to be kind of in, you know, have some focus on sustainability. If if you have the ability to do that, we encourage you to consider environmentally friendly features and practices in your rentals because travelers are really, really liking it right now. And so it is something they're actually searching for and looking for. And we're starting to see that's another trend that we're starting to see have a spike in the first quarter of 2023. So as an owner, as somebody getting into this game, it's very important to be able to consider that. The next thing is greater competition. That's no big secret. A lot of you in the game are feeling that, right? Supply has gone up. A lot of people have gotten into the short-term rental game and it's become increasingly competitive. To stand out, you really need to differentiate yourself from those the competition with those unique and compelling rental experiences. That's huge. That's the number one thing you can do to set yourself apart is have a unique experience for your guests. When you have a lot of competition, understand what you're selling, right? We always talk about, I talk about this all the time. You're not selling a house. You're selling an experience. And so if I look at your property listing and all you're selling me is the house, you're going to fall flat and you're going to, you're going to blend in in the market. You're going to get lost in the crowd. If you can go sell an experience and you focus on that, that is going to help you against the greater competition that's out there. Competition's not going anywhere. We're in a mainstream asset now. This is a very mainstream business. That means it's going to be saturated. The supply and demand is about evened out. And so it's not the old days, the good old days of uh, just having a property and putting it up on Airbnb and making a lot of money. Those days are over, right? Having a short-term rental, if everybody's honest about it, having a short-term rental the last three or four years since COVID has been like having toilet paper during COVID. Everybody was making money. And so everybody looked like a genius, right? Now we're actually having to operate businesses, we're having to do things that every other business out there has ever had to do. And that's to create a great customer experience and deliver a better product than somebody else has. And your product is not the house. Your product is the experience house is part of it, but the actual product is the experience you can provide for your guest. And so make sure you're thinking about that to give those renters a compelling reason to book your property over somebody else's. And the next thing that is That is maybe a surprise to you is we're seeing continued growth. We continue to see growth in the short term rental market. The dollars being spent in this game continue to go up. They continue to be the consumers continue to say, Hey, despite the economic challenges, the accommodation industry was predicted to be one of the least affected in this, in this kind of economic downturn. And that is proving to be true. And we're seeing year over year growth in many areas that was even beyond and above predictions. And so, The growth is there. It continues to be there. And so it's your job to figure out how to get your unfair share of that growth and of that business. And so as the industry is growing, property owners and managers are needing to keep up with and adapt to the changing market conditions. That's why we're talking about some of these things. And so when it comes to the industry trends, those six industry trends are increased regulations. We are seeing them continue to go up. We don't think they're going to go down. Number two is growth of alternative accommodations. What you can do to be unique and authentic is going to put your, you know, to separate you from the pack there increased use of technology lots of new lots of new technology tools that we're able to use as property owners as managers as as even for our guests when they're coming in to make that experience great and then an increased focus on sustainability we're seeing a lot more searches it's not something I've really ever talked about too much and haven't seen that move the needle it's something that people can do to separate themselves and have a unique experience but we're actually seeing an increased focus on sustainability from the guests that are wanting to come in so if you can do that as a as a host Think about what you can do there. Number five, competition continues to go up. Supply continues to go up. People are still buying properties. I'm one of them. I keep buying properties. And so most of these markets feel very, very crowded. They feel crowded because most of you have not been in the game for a long term. <clears throat> when, you know, I've been doing this since 2006. Even back then, you know, it, they weren't nearly as crowded but the demand wasn't there. So it was the supply and demand were still fairly fairly equal. We just, we just went through a period though where supply dropped in COVID and demand skyrocketed. Everybody wanted to get away. And so that gap made it feel like there was no competition out there. It, you know, markets always adjust and we have seen that they're adjusted. And so you have to do the, what you, what you can do to create that unique experience and compel those, those guests that are looking for accommodations to come stay at your property above all else. And then number six, The biggest surprise for a lot of people, especially from number five, is when you're experiencing that greater competition is sometimes you don't realize that this market continues to grow. The dollars being spent continue to go up. So it's your job to be able to go get your unfair share of that business. So now that's some of the industry trends. Let's talk about some of the consumer behavior patterns that we're seeing. Right, and so whether the consumers doing or some behavior patterns that we should probably pay attention to as hosts that we're looking at, and so number one, dominance of Airbnb. More than half of the global vacation rental inventory was listed solely on Airbnb. Means a lot of people are on Airbnb. There's a lot of demand on Airbnb. Over half of it globally in the US. Airbnb was even more dominant with 73% of all properties estimated to be found on that site in 2023. So lots of properties, lots of demand, lots of eyeballs on Airbnb. You pro- probably behooves you to make sure that you understand that platform or your, your management company understand how to optimize that. And so we can talk about that at another time. But consumer behavior is there's a lot of people going there, a lot of people booking properties on Airbnb, whether you like them, don't like them. You have your own opinion. I do as well. You probably shouldn't ignore Airbnb because it's a dominant player as the OTA in the U.S. especially and even globally now at 52% of properties are on there solely. Number two is consistent hosting. Four in five hosts who listed on Airbnb are still doing so a year later. People are getting into this game. They're not getting out. And so that's indicating a really great degree of stability in this market. Right, and so even though even though supply and demand have kind of caught up, demand continues to go up. So the supply it it can be feel or feel very competitive at times if you don't know how to stand out in that crowded market. People are st- people are staying people are sticking around, and so the the hosts are you know the the four and five hosts are uh, that listed a year later are still listed still operating. Number three is the average stay duration. Stays on Airbnb and Verbal are right about four to four and a half days. Airbnb is 4.2, Verbo's 4.4. If you take it down to Booking.com, another big platform, they have a slightly shorter average of 3.8, which makes sense. There's a lot of hotel rooms on Booking.com. And it also makes sense with Airbnb and Verbo. Verbo tends to have larger properties overall um, on average. And so larger properties are usually gonna have a little bit longer stays. But the average time, the average stay is still over four days. And so that's good. You know, it's, it, the, the the average stay duration is staying fairly consistent at about four days and, and continue to go up a little bit. Booking lead time, we're averaging 41 days ahead of the stay. And so that's good. Um, Verbo, um, Verbo bookings were made a little bit further in advance, averages of 66 and 71 days. Now this is market wide. Every market's a little bit different. You want to look, make sure you dive into your own market and property size. Property size matters, which is why Verbo has a little bit longer, a little bit longer lead time. Verbo tends to have larger properties. Larger properties have larger groups, have to plan more in advance. So next we have an increase in booked nights. Book nights were up 16% in quarter one. Um, quarter one of 2023 compared to a year ago, suggesting a rebound in travel and accommodation demand despite some of the economic challenges, inflation, all those things going on. And these two, we talked about these in the in the industry trends. The consumer demand we're seeing, hey, they got more to choose from, increased listings, but also they're they're booking more. There's a lot more. There's a lot more of them are booking up 16 percent in the first quarter of 2023, that's a lot bigger jump than a lot of people predicted, about a 5% jump. It's up 16%. So lots of people still booking short-term rentals. So the, the economy is not affecting the demand by any stretch at this right now. And, and that was predicted that it wasn't going to be, a lot of people predicted, economists and stuff thought that the travel industry was going to be uh, you know, one of the least affected industries. We're definitely seeing that short-term rentals continue to be. A shining star of the, the hospitality game so so the seventh thing is average nightly rates average nightly rates in almost all areas and, and nationwide continue to go up and so we're seeing the average nightly rate go up now revenue per available listing RevPAR, par if you've ever seen that that is actually going down but those are two different things very different the average nightly rate is the average nightly rate of a, of a property that's getting booked. So if, if the average nightly rate is $500 a night, that's the, that's the average that somebody's paying. The rev par means, okay, if there's a million dollars spent in this, in this market for the month and there's a million properties, then everybody made $1. That's rev par. That's revenue per available rental or revenue per available listing, right? And so, Those are two different numbers. A lot of people get those confused. Average nightly rates continue to go up, you guys. So if your property is getting booked, you're probably making more than you did a year ago. And quarter, the quarter one this year is looking really, really good. We're not even into our summertime season. Now rising daily rates, that's what that means is, is right. Average daily rates are going up. They said 11% uh, over year over year from um, the first three months in 2023 is up 11%. That's a, that's a, that's a big jump. That's great. That's great to see that people are actually paying a little bit more. So we're able to raise our rates for the properties that are getting booked. Some properties, frankly, are down though. Frankly, they're not getting booked. And so when we talk about industry trends and what's going on out there, make sure you're looking at the indicators to, so that you can look in the mirror and say, am I, am I operating the way that I should be operating? You know, just because you had a property that booked, two years ago during COVID, and it was on fire, and now you're not, that doesn't automatically mean it's the market. It means the market changed. The market has shifted. The market's become a more normal market. 20% of the properties are going to make 80% of the money. That's a normal market in almost any market you go to, right? And so it's not not that the market didn't change, but it's you didn't change with it. And so you want to look in the mirror and say, okay, what can I do to make sure that I get my unfair share of those bookings, that I can get my average nightly rates and I'm not worried about my fair share of the piece of pie because rep par continues to go down. And the final thing is advanced bookings. Bookings for quarter three and quarter four for this year of 2023 were ahead of those for equivalent quarters of 2022. 2022, we saw lead times really, really shrink. We're starting to see lead times come up a little bit and we're also starting to see advanced bookings. And so that's good. It's indicating forward looking optimism among travelers out there and the potentially sustained demand for the short term rental industry. And so guys, it looks, you know, we're, we're seeing that first quarter of this year is we're seeing continued growth. We're seeing an evolution in the short-term rental industry continue. And it's, yeah, it's marked by some increased competition, some regulations that we have to deal with and navigate. The use of technology and a focus on sustainability are all different things that we, that we can continu- continue to see evolve. But on the consumer side, there was a notable increase in demand for unique and alternative accommodations. That is a key thing and a key takeaway right here if you're struggling getting bookings is what can you do to create that unique experience, right? Because consumers' preferences and behaviors change in the travel and accommodation sector. And we have to pay attention to what those changes are. And it's it's very apparent right now. These, these, uh, these stats, these numbers, some of these opinions came from a Forbes article, came from AirDNA. Here were a couple other articles that I found out online, and uh, pulling this information from and these numbers from, and some you know so we're, we're pretty confident with the numbers, especially from AirDNA and Forbes, where we're getting those, where we're pulling the data from. But what what is the at the end of the day, what is the consumer saying? And if you have a property. And your property is getting booked that means you're doing something right that means you probably have something that you a unique experience you're doing a good job articulating it. you're good doing a good job of putting that that experience out there where a guest can look at your listing and say yes i like this all over all others if you're not Look in the mirror and say, what can I do to make those changes? Because can I add some sort of sustainability aspect to it? Can I have something that is very authentic or unique about my property or the area that they're coming to that I can, that I can put together so that I, when somebody comes and visits my property, they're gonna experience that. And it's not good enough just just to put together and curate that great experience. You have to be able to articulate it. And so the properties that get booked, we book properties online through the pictures, through the descriptions and through our listings. You have to optimize your listings to be able to articulate what that experience is. And so think about that. There's a lot of money being spent. The quarter 1 showed us that the the demand is there. Some of the challenges we have to deal with are the regulations and some of those things are there as well. We have to navigate a few different things. The increase in the increase in um, competition. You know, any business has competition. If you're worried about competition and you only want to operate with no competition, probably not the right game to play in. But the, the shining star of the hospitality game continues to be short-term rentals. If you're in the short-term rental game, there's some great indicators of things that you can do to stand out. Because I've been in this game for a long time. We help a lot of people in this game. And I can tell you, very few people, doesn't matter how much we talk about this, very few people will pay attention and actually raise the bar and go deliver that unique experience. And so when you do that, now all of a sudden, that big group of competitors that won't raise the bar, you're competing Again, with a small number of people because you were able to raise the bar. So look in the mirror, decide where you're at, think about what you're doing. If you're getting into this game, there's a lot of optimism, a lot of, a lot of things that are the, the consumer showing us a lot of forward thinking optimism from the consumers. And that's always a good sign for demand. And so guys, we'll wrap it up today. I hope that was helpful. So we went through some of the industry trends and consumer trends of what's going on quarter one of 2023. It's so a little bit of a market report and then hopefully being able to pull some nuggets out when you look at your individual portfolio of what you can do or as you get in and start to build your portfolio, what you can focus on. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I know how valuable your time is. And I always appreciate you spending it with me and listening. If you got any value out of this, I would love you to share it, like it. If you have more than 30 seconds, leave us a review. Those things really help us get this message out to other hosts and other people are thinking about getting into the short-term rental game. So hopefully they can walk into this game with their eyes wide open. We want to share everything we can with you guys. And as always, at the end of every episode, I always leave you guys with one challenge, and that is to go pick one thing you can do today to start building that life that you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicy.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.